Cowboy basketball heads into Big 12 play on a five-game winning streak. I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Before we get into discussion about Oklahoma State basketball, I do have a little breaking news that I'd like to slide in here real quick as Alan Bowman has been granted another season of eligibility, and it looks like he will return as the starter of the Oklahoma State Cowboys at the quarterback position. As OSU Cowboy Football tweeted out, I mean, literally just now, as I'm recording this 15 seconds ago. So they say, let's run it back, Alan Bowman. So it does look like Bowman will return as the starter for Oklahoma State heading into the 2024 season. Got to think another year, another offseason in the offense and then a confidence of being the guy heading into the season with the returning offensive line with Ollie Gordon with those receivers returning as well that Bowman takes another step as I know another year older I really think this makes Oklahoma State the favorite to win the Big 12 because of what I believe Alan Bowman can be with a full offseason as the starter and another year in this offense with the pieces that are going to be around him. Now let's talk some basketball. Cowboys, after a rough start to the season, have found themselves setting at 8-5, and five, heading into their first matchup in Big 12 play coming up on Saturday as they get set to take on the Baylor Bears. Before we get into that matchup with Baylor and before we talk about how tough the Big 12 is going to be for basketball this year, let's take a look back at Oklahoma State's non-conference schedule, which had its fair moments of ups and downs, did not get off to a great start, but finishes strong, and now we'll have what might be the toughest battle through a conference that we've seen in many years, and the Big 12 has been good at basketball for a while. So they start their season off with a loss to Abilene Christian. Not a great loss for the Cowboys. Abilene Christian, as they set, currently are 5-8. and eight. They've lost two in a row. They have losses to North Carolina State University, Prairie View A&M, Missouri State, UT Arlington, Stephen F. Austin, Northern Arizona. They've lost to Arkansas, and they lost to Western Kentucky with wins over University of Texas El Paso, Howard Payne University, Fordham University. They beat San Jose State, and again, they beat Oklahoma State to start the season. So not a great loss there for the Cowboys. Then Oklahoma State bounced back from that one with 85-70 win over Sam Houston State, but then they lost back-to-back first to St. Bonaventure, this was a part of the Legends Classic. They lost that first game to the Bonnies. The Bonnies are 10-3. and They have wins over Bucknell, Miami of Ohio, Buffalo, uh, Siena. One of their losses is to ranked Florida Atlantic. They've also lost to Auburn, who won the Legends Classic in Canassus, as well a loss there. Then in their second game of the Legends Classic, they lost to the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Another not great loss on the Cowboys' schedule. They are 6-8 and eight currently. Uh, Notre Dame has losses to Western Carolina. They also lost to Auburn. South Carolina, they've lost to the University of Miami. 
They lost to Marquette. They've lost to Georgetown. They lost to the Citadel. And most recently, they lost to NC State. So after that, after those back-to-back losses in the Legends Classic, Oklahoma State would win two in a row. They beat New Orleans, and then they beat Houston Christian. Then they lose to Creighton. Not a bad loss for against the Creighton team. At the time, was ranked. They have dropped a bit, but they are still 10-4 and four with wins over North Dakota State, Florida A&M, Iowa, Texas Southern, Loyola Chicago. One of their losses is to a very good Colorado State team. They beat Nebraska. They beat Central Michigan. They lost to UNLV. They beat Alabama, and then they have losses to Villanova, and then number 10, Marquette. They did beat Georgetown. So that's not a bad loss. The Bonnie's loss is not bad as well, but the losses to Notre Dame and the losses to Abilene Christian uh, to start the season, both bad losses. After the loss to Creighton, they followed that up with a loss to Southern Illinois. The Salukis on the season so far, 10-4, and a pretty good schedule. They have wins over Kentucky State, Queens, Chicago State. They did lose to James Madison, who uh, is skyrocketing up the ranks. They are currently 19th. Uh, so a very good James Madison team there. They beat New Mexico State. Uh, the Salukis also have wins over St. Louis. They did lose to Indiana State. Uh, like I said, they beat Oklahoma State. They lost to Austin P. lost to Wichita State. They have wins over North Dakota State, Southern Indiana, UIC, and Belmont as they get set to take on Illinois State. So a couple of losses of of the five losses or three of the five losses are to teams with 10 or more wins and then two of those losses are to teams with eight losses six and eight for Notre Dame and five and eight for Abilene Christian so a couple of rough out of conference losses for the Cowboys but at the same time with those loss I mean Creighton you can forgive that but Come the end of the season, when you're looking at all those measurements to get into the tournament, non-conference schedule is a big part of that, and you could have had some good wins against Creighton, against Southern Illinois, and against the Bonnies, and then you've got those tacked-on bad losses... That's that's going to be a factor. That was part of their issue last year. They had some bad losses out of conference despite all their good Big 12 wins. And I'm not even saying this team is going to be a tournament team because of how tough the Big 12 is. But after the back-to-back losses to Southern Illinois and Creighton, that's when they went on their hot streak. A 72-57 win against Tulsa. This is a solid win for the Cowboys. You look at this Tulsa team, they are currently setting at 9-3. and three. Uh, They have wins over Central Arkansas, Incarnate Word, Jackson State, South Carolina State. They have also um, beat Loyola Chicago, Missouri State, Mississippi Valley State, New Mexico State, and Southwestern Oklahoma State. And after beating... TU, they beat ORU, and now ORU was a tournament team last year, but have struggled a little bit. They are 7-7, seven and seven, but they also beat Tulsa, uh, beat Tulsa 79-70, and then uh, they have a couple of losses to fellow Big 12 opponent Texas Tech. They lost to Oklahoma State. They beat John Brown. They lost to Kansas City. 
They beat Denver. They lost to Montana State. So maybe not as good as they were last year, but still a good ORU team. So those are two good wins for the Cowboys. And then they beat Wofford, uh, 76-70. South Carolina State, 86-70. And then Chicago State, 72-53 to wrap up their non-con play. Uh, Chicago State, who just the night before went toe-to-toe with K-State, and then Oklahoma State really kind of wipes the floor with them, beating them by 19, a game that was never close in their final out-of-conference schedule. So five straight wins after a 3-5 and five start. They are 8-5. and five. They have been good at home. They are 7-2 and two at home with that Abilene Christian loss and the Creighton loss, both coming in Gallagher-Iba. The, the Abilene Christian loss is the worst loss of the season as we set because Abilene Christian's not a great team, and that game was at home, but it was the first game of the season, so it's a little little understandable, but still that's that's just not not a good not a good loss uh, for the Cowboys. So they get set to take on Baylor who is 11-2 and two and currently ranked 19th in the nation and is just one of the many tough battles this team will see so far in this season, that this team will see in Big 12 play. I mean, when you look at what the Big 12 is this year, Houston is 13-0 and currently, BYU is 12-1, and KU is 12-1, OU is 12-1, Baylor, Cincinnati, Iowa State, TCU and Texas and Texas Tech are all 11 and 2 and Kansas State is 10 and 3. So that is 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 teams that already have double digit wins and UCF is 9 and 3 right behind them. You could look at the eight, the eighth best team in the Big 12 this season could be a top 25 team. There could be eight or more ranked teams in the Big 12. That's that's ludicrous. The, the conference is ridiculously tough. Not only could there be eight ranked teams, but right now they have the number two and number three team in the nation. KU is number two behind Purdue, and Houston is number three. Other ranked Big 12 teams include OU at 11, BYU at 12, Baylor at 18, Texas at 20. So that's all the Big 12 teams that are ranked currently. But it would not surprise me that at some point other teams, just because if you're beating up on each other and moving up and moving down, we could see some of those other Big 12 teams also get ranked. You know, your Cincinnati's of the world, your Iowa State's, your TCU even, maybe Texas Tech. Who knows if K-State really starts to figure it out. Uh, they, they haven't looked great, but they are still 10-3. and three. So they've won the games when they've needed to win them. And then you look at all the times they have to go on the road this season when you look at how good these teams have been at home. Houston is 8-0. BYU is 10-0. KU is 7-0. OU is 9-0. Baylor is 8-0. Cincy is 10-0. Iowa State is 9 and 0, TCU is 7 and 0, Texas is 9 and 0, and Texas Tech is 8 and 0. So, home schedules, all those teams are undefeated at home. So, not only are all these teams really tough 
already really good, have really good records, but they're also great at home and have great home atmospheres. And if you're like, well, OU and Texas, you'll lose them next year, so maybe the Big 12 gets a little easier. Well, uh, Arizona currently sets at 10, and they're coming into the Big 12. There's been talk of UConn coming to the Big 12. They're currently sitting at number 4. And they've also talked about Gonzaga possibly joining for just basketball. They sit at 24. So the Big 12 could get even tougher next year despite losing two teams that are currently ranked inside the top 20. So Oklahoma State fans, it could be it could be a rough season. You open with Baylor. You are at home, so that is a positive. Then you go on the road to take on Texas Tech at Lubbock. On the road to take on Iowa State. Then you're back at home to take on KU for the first time. That is Galgariba. Then you're back on the road. You're in Manhattan to take on K-State. At home for back-to-back games against TCU and West Virginia. Then you're on the road to take on KU. That's at the end to end January. You start February at home against K-State. Then you have to go to two Texas. Your first Bedlam matchup is in Norman on February 10th. Then you have BYU and Cincinnati. BYU at home, Cincinnati on the road. Then the home Bedlam matchup against OU on February 24th. UCF at home on the 28th. You have to go to Austin to take on Texas on March 2nd. And then March 5th is Texas Tech. And then BYU to end the season. So, The schedule at no point is easy. BYU, a top 25 team. Texas Tech, only two losses. Texas, a top 20 team. UCF, only two losses. OU, a top 15 team. Cincinnati, only two losses. Then there's BYU again, OU again. Houston, a top three program. K-State, only three losses. KU, a top three program. Your only saving grace in this whole thing, at least at this moment, is your January 27th matchup against West Virginia, and God bless the Mountaineers, because if it wasn't for them, Oklahoma State would be the last currently in the Big 12 with the out-of-conference record, but thankfully, West Virginia has had their own struggles this year, and are 5-8. and eight. All five of those wins, by the way, came in uh, West Virginia. And luckily for Oklahoma State, they get that game at home. So that's your only saving grace. Otherwise, the schedule is not easy. You take on a Texas Tech team that is 11 and 2. You have an Iowa State team that is 11 and 2. A Cincinnati team 11 and 2. A a top 20 Baylor team, a top 15 OU team, a top 3 KU and Houston team, a top 20 BYU team. K-State, who is 10-3 and and was in the Elite Eight last year. UCF, 9-3. Oklahoma State, if they, and they've started to figure it out. But if they don't fully figure it out and don't figure out who it is that they can rely on, it's going to be a very long season. The Big 12 is going to be a gauntlet. An absolute gauntlet. There will be no... There will be no conference that is anywhere top to bottom that Oklahoma State will see, that the Big 12 is and that Oklahoma State will see. There is no team that will see a tougher schedule than what a Big 12 team will see. It's just, it's, it's just not going to happen. You face KU twice. Luckily, you only have to play Houston once. 
You have K-State twice. You have OU twice. You only get West Virginia once. You get Tech twice, thankfully. You only play Texas once, but you have to go to Texas to do it. You get BYU twice. This schedule is a gauntlet. It, it will be so tough for the Cowboys, who, again, struggled, and if it wasn't for West Virginia, would be the worst team coming into Big 12 play. And, oh, by the way, do you get a softball to start the season? No. You get to play Baylor. Luckily, you get to play Baylor at home, but you get to play Baylor. Baylor, who currently sets as the number 18th ranked team. They're 10-2 and two currently. So that that's what you get to start the season. So the Cowboys, offensively, they lead on Javon Small, and they lead on Bryce Thompson. Small averages 15.2 points a game. Thompson, 12.5. Small has been a nice player that has come on as the season has gone. We knew what we had in Bryce Thompson. It was who was going to score alongside him. I thought it was going to be John Michael Wright. It has not been Wright. Wright averages 6.1 points a game. His three-point shooting has not been good, despite checking up 52 attempts. He's only hit 14 uh, for 27 percent from free th- from the three-point line, which is is tough. That is tough to see, and been a big part of his scoring struggles. Uh, looking at some of his uh, other numbers here for Wright, uh, averaging rebound-wise, not great. Only 1.1, 1.3 assists per game. It's been a tough year for John Michael Wright, a guy that I, I thought would be kind of the number two, maybe number three behind Thompson, but again, that's been small. Uh, Eric Daly Jr. currently sits at 9.9 points a game, 8.1 from uh, Williams. Marsh is at 6.8, and then uh, Keller also sets at 6.3. So those are the guys that average more than six points a game. But like I said, small has been a nice add to this team. Coming from South Bend, Indiana, the junior who was uh, at East Carolina before coming to uh, Oklahoma State. He's doing pretty much what he was doing at East Carolina, average 15.8 points a game, 5.6 assists, and about 34.7 minutes at East Carolina. So he's been a nice add to this team, taking over leading scoring, and him and Bryce Thompson set the tone there offensively and the other guys follow suit. So they, they have their scores, they have their guys that you can rely on, but guys like John Michael Wright are going to have to step up heading into Big 12 play if they're going to be competitive. If this team is going to be competitive uh, offensively right now, about 75 points a game to opponent 66. They under Mike Boyden, have been good defensive teams that struggle to score. That has been their MO a little bit here. Uh, but that five-game win streak and some of those bigger wins, those double-digit margin victories, have given them their uh, over nine-point uh, differential and scoring margin. Uh, so that that is you know good for the Cowboys. Field goals attempted and field goal per- percentage is good. They're at forty-six percent from the floor, holding their opponents to forty-one percent. Three, not the best, but could be worse. They're at thirty-eight percent and holding their opponents to 33%. Uh, The rebounding numbers are pretty good as well, almost 500 rebounds so far, and limiting their opponents to 420. That's 38 versus 32. So they are ahead in those numbers, and they've got to see those continue to uh, tick up 
for the Cowboys if they want to uh, find success. I mean, you look at the games that they lost. They struggled from the floor in those games. They struggled to score, uh, and they let their opponents have too many second-chance opportunities as well in those games. So rebounding is so key, and then just finding good, smart shots. And when you look at what they did in their five-game win streak – 72-57 72-57 to 57 against Tulsa, 81-60 against ORU, 76-70, 86-70, 72-53. So they're in that 72-86 to 86 range and limiting their opponents, 57. They gave up 70 twice, but 57-60 and 53 against uh, TU, ORU, and Chicago State. So good defense, smart shot selection. When you look at uh, percentage-wise, uh, their, their three-point percentage in those games, 40% against Tulsa, 47% against ORU, 46% against Wofford, 48% against South Carolina State. They did struggle against Chicago State, but it didn't matter. That game was never close. Uh, percentage-wise, shooting, 49 against TU, 50% against ORU, 46%, 53 and then 48 percent against Chicago State. So, high shooting percentage, rebounds, limiting second chance opportunities, playing good defense, because you know, offensively, if one of those guys, Small or Thompson, have an off night, scoring the basketball could be tough, but... If that is the case, your good defense and the rebounding, limited second chance points is going to keep you in games. I'm not sure what Oklahoma State is going to do in basketball this year. I have to see them against Baylor and probably a couple of games in two Big 12 play. They have Baylor, Tech, and Iowa State. I should have a good idea of what they're going to be heading into that KU game on January 16th. If they look good, play close games, 2-1 and one through this three, maybe they lose to Baylor and then they beat Texas Tech and Iowa State, or beat Baylor, beat Tech, and then lose to Iowa State. If they're 3-0, and oh, that'd be fantastic. It's not easy. Two of these three games to start the season are on the road in Lubbock and in Ames. Let's get into the Big 12 before I make a decision on what I think Oklahoma State's going to do this year. But I am a little worried because the Big 12 is so tough. I'm Matt Jordan. Thanks for listening to the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network.